is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are going to be talking about our first impressions for the spring season of 2017. Heck yeah. Ah, this is in a weird season. Yes, this is actually a really hype season for me. I've been waiting for this season for since the beginning of the year because there's been a lot of high-profile sequels that I've been waiting for. And the most high-profile one of all... Of course. ...is Attack on Titan Season 2. Yes! Alright, full disclaimer. I said before, if you've followed us on our other videos, that I've never watched Attack on Titan Season 1, but after this knowing that Attack on Titan Season 2 was coming out, I was like, you know what, I should probably get around to watching it. Uh, So I did, and pretty much I finished Attack on Titan Season 1 just as Attack on Titan Season 2 came out, so I pretty much went right into it from that. And literally, it does just go right into from the end of Season 1 to the beginning of Season 2 is like maybe a day gap in between, and that's about it. So literally, you're all watching a continual uh, thing, which I'm kind of curious if they actually planned it that way. But I have a few things at least I want to say about Season 1 following into Season 2, since they're obviously linked very closely. Uh, A common thing I heard from a lot of people about Season 1 was everyone was saying, at least a lot of people I know were saying, that they were upset by the fact that they're like, wait, everyone's saying we need to get to the basement, we need to get to the basement, we need to get to the basement. But like halfway through Season 1, they completely forget about the basement and they're off doing something else completely different. So... I would like to say something to that, at least to that effect, because yes, they realized and they knew the basement was important. Highly, 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 highly important. But it seems to me like while watching season two, season one and keeping that in mind, the commander of the, what do they call them? The ones that go out. I can't remember the, the squad. That the scout squad, I think. The scout, yeah, 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 yeah. The commander of the scout squad would people knew or at least suspected that there was somebody in their midst, that there was a traitor or someone who did not that that could put, potentially pose an issue or a threat to that regards. That's my thought, because he made it in all sense and purposes look he even did not tell anybody else in the squad what exactly they were doing except for like maybe two people basically to set it to set things up two people he probably could trust that he knew of but he wanted to make sure and find out set a trap basically and find out for sure whether or not there was the traitor and lo and behold somebody showed themselves when they thought they were they were going in you know in a specific direction and they're like nope fooled you we, we got you going this way. So I get where that came from, where everyone was like, y'all just keep saying we need to go to the basement. <laughs> you don't go to it. Well, yeah, because whatever's in the basement is potentially a really, really important factor in the whole Titan scheme. And they probably want to make sure that no one's going to sabotage it when they get there. Ah, okay. That's that's my thought on that. And and again, it seems like it's, even though there's a lot of like action packed stuff going on here, to me the intrigue behind this is probably the most brilliant thing above all and th- that keeps you watching and keeps you hooked. 
Because it, it seems like to me that there are, if you include the humans and and the people in in the city and whatnot, it almost seems like to me like there's like three factions vying for control and i'm not sure exactly how this all fits in i mean and this is pure speculation based upon what i've watched and a full disclosure i have not what not read the mangas even though i know the mangas are for much much further ahead and whatnot i've not read the mangas so i don't know exactly what's going on in that regards but and i know this is kind of going into season two too kind of what i've been thinking about it as far as like how things go is is it seems like and pure speculation on my part the way that his father seemed to either know Aaron had the ability to turn into a Titan or implemented that and then forced him to forget about it. It almost seems like maybe he has some sort of control or, or knowledge in that regards. And that's what potentially they're going to find when they go to the basement is like, huh? Well, that, that makes total sense because there's so many people who can change from human to yeah to yeah i'm like something's up yeah no and then and then thinking about it too is like okay so i know you watched season one and again or season beginning of season two um you know the titans that are in the wall yeah that was cool it, that was cool but it made me think i was thinking about it i'm like maybe and it's pure speculation again maybe those titans that are in the wall because you're thinking about it, it's like, how did they get them in the wall? Yeah. How did they actually get into the wall? I'm I'm curious as to whether or not the Titans that are in the wall were once human. Okay. They were once human, and maybe I don't know why it's like the 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 they would want Titans in the wall per se, but like they were saying before, like the actual makeup of the wall was as strong as it was because it seemed like it was made out of like the Titan skin almost. Because, yeah. like, when they chipped away the wall and looked at it, it had a very similar composition to it. So maybe people essentially sacrificed themselves in order to make the wall. Yeah. In order to actually have a defense. Like, they knew it wasn't going to be... Like, it's a temporary thing, basically. They, they knew it's like, this isn't a, a, a perfect solution. But this is the well, best how, we can come up with right now. Well, how long has it been since um, they've been counting the Titan? Hasn't it been, like, 100 years? Or is that another oh, it's series? Been longer than, it's been longer than that, from what I, re- I recall. They were talking about, like, it goes back, way back. When I watched the beginning of it, they were saying, like, way the fuck back. I may be wrong about that. Because they, they only touch on that very briefly about, like, the history and how far that, that goes back and everything. But it seemed to me like this went back, like, a good thousand years. Wow. So this has been going on for a while. And if that's the case, when this happened, and, and, and again, that leads me to believe, especially the way the series is going right now, and how, like, okay, I, I know anyone who's watched, anyone, anyone who ever has watched the, the second season up to, like, episode three or four, you know, as well as I do, it's very obvious the way they say it, um, that the, the Titans that are currently attacking right now are the people that were in uh, that one dude's hometown. You, you'll, you'll know when you see it. They hinted at bluntly, it. In, it's bluntly obvious. Yeah, they hinted at it in um, at episode two where I left off. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they go looking for the hole, the breach. They're like, we need to find the breach because we need to, to stem the tide of Titans that are coming, and they never find a breach. And you're like, oh, come on. Come on, guys. You got to think about it. It's happened. And see, that leads me to believe... 
that's that's where it leads me to believe that there are two factions. There are three factions. There are the humans factions. There's essentially Aaron's father as the doctor and his faction who are turning who are potentially giving people either the ability to become Titans or they are trying to see if Titans are essentially the next evolutionary step. That seems like that might be a possibility to me. And then there's a third third faction who took that technology. Maybe somebody who was close to the Doctor who knew about how this was done. Yeah. Took this process and is just running with it. Because I don't think the Doctor would be... If he's the one responsible, or at least in the knowledge of being able to do this, and the fact that he actually was able to make his son, Aaron, if that's the way this all happened, into a Titan and the process was as good as it is, these people who are also turning into a Titan who end up being the mindless Titans, yeah, it seems like to me someone's just being rampant with it and being like, Titan, 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 everyone Titan. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're you get to very, be a Titan. You, you get, get to be a Titan. Titan. You get to be a Titan. You know, very indis- <laughs> indiscriminate, but they're trying, like, they're, 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 they might be like maybe the doctor was like very hesitant with it, being like, "I don't know if we should do this," and then the other one's like, "No, no, 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 we need to do this everywhere. Everyone, everyone, be a titan. It's great to be a titan." But obviously, some people, and and it also leads me to to think about the religious group too. I think yeah. they're they're also involved in that in that sense in that way. Maybe they had the knowledge of that too, so maybe they're part of that third faction. I don't know who are who are you know letting people be you know are forcing people to become titans. Even though they, you know, people, some people can't, or the process isn't as good as it is, like with Aaron's father and what he can do. You know what I mean? So it's like there is there is a lot of intrigue and factions going on here, and I kind of think like the humans in that sense, the ones that are inside the city, are kind of just like stuck in the middle of it all. And I think it'll all come to a head when they actually go to the basement and figure this stuff out. But of course, you know, of course, the, the where the basement is is currently overrun with titans anyways so it's it's kind of they need yeah. to take they need to take back that area before they can actually do anything with that and i'm a little concerned because they're talking about having aaron cover the wall the breach and the outer wall the one that first broke in the very beginning of the series because they're like if the wall is made out of titan skin there's a chance that he can use that in order to do in order you know him as a titan in order to plug up the hole but i'm thinking about it i'm like i don't know because if the other titans that are inside the wall are still there they made up the wall that tells me if he tries to do that there's a chance he's not going to be able to get out of it then yeah that he's going to be stuck in order to actually just make up the breach yeah part of me was thinking that but then the other part of me was like he was then wasn't he part of like there was a mission where they're like Aaron we're depending on you to do this one thing and then he tried and like he couldn't transform or he could transform and he couldn't do the task well so, like if you're talking about like when they when he plugged up the second breach because he had to plug up the second breach with one of the boulders that ended up like a good chunk of rock that had been demolished from that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we need you to take that and plug that hole up. That'll be yeah. it could fit. We just need you to do that. And he transformed, but he didn't have control. Okay. He lost control. 
because then he he attacked Misaka. Okay. And and then like I think the nature of him as a Titan and then him as a human kind of conflicted with each other, and he's like he shut down essentially. And it wasn't until his friend gave him that like nudge in the right direction that he finally managed to click and and become the Titan in control. So. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. interesting. It's interesting. And I'm curious to see how they're, where they're going to go with it. And apparently, apparently, the and the, the, where I ended it last episode I saw, which is not current. I think it's one episode back from that. Uh, some girl inside the... the oh, that yeah. currently hold up inside the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's somehow integral or she knows something, whether she knows it or not, for sure... And now they're trying to go after her, even though now that whole area is being overrun with. Um, and again, I know all those titans that are there are only there because they are the people of the village. So I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's very interesting. I'm 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 curious to see how it goes. Yeah, I need to find some free time so I can rewatch the first series because there's a lot of parts that I don't remember. And um, one thing that I do uh, a few things that I do like about this series is that um, I don't know if because my sound setup is better now but like Levi's voice how he's like deep and whispery hey Misaka go do this and as soon as I heard that voice I just couldn't stop laughing because it's like I know he's um, a really popular character with um with some oh, people yeah. and <laughs> I'm like is that the reason why or is it like what he does in the series but that I made me laugh I think it's just his quirky personality I mean he's all serious and like really good and gung-ho about killing titans and can do it really well but then he has that narcoleptic like has to be everything has to be clean side that just makes people laugh so much (laughs) um but yeah other than his voice like the the beast titan the big hairy one yeah it's i'm confused about him because he like he picked up that one move gear and he's like oh this is really interesting this is really smart and started walking away and i'm like okay that's really cool um and then how he has like pinpoint accuracy like throwing horses and i don't know it was weird because it's like (laughs) one thing where i was like they went to the one village and like nobody was there but then like all the buildings were like smashed up and they're like how did this happen and i'm like because that dude was practicing throwing horses <laughs> and like, he Prob- on village. Pro- probably, probably. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, but that that I don't know. See that that seeing that beast titan leads me to think. That's where it leads me to think that that like there is some sort of way that things are being transformed into titans. Yeah. Because I want to say that that beast, the beast titan, was originally probably some sort of beast and it got transformed into a titan you know what i mean because it's like it's taking the base characteristics of whatever it is and it like amplifies it Mm -hmm. because like when you look at aaron when he transforms into a titan you can still kind of see some things of aaron you're like okay yeah yeah and And like even even when even when in the first series when they were they were trying to find the woman titan i'm like okay just look whoever's blonde 
<laughs> you're, you're looking for a blonde female. That's and and like they didn't show her for a long time because I think they realized that it's kind of a dead giveaway. But then when they were finally ready to reveal, the minute she stepped up, I'm like, oh yeah, that's her. <laughs> I'm like, I knew it was her. I'm like, yep, nope. She's the, she's the one who can transform. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bluntly uh, obvious. So I mean, it, it seems to me, and but it's very intriguing in that regards too. Because wasn't it, there like a armored titan? Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's a dude who's who's was like in full gear or full armor or something like that. I don't know. It's weird. Okay. But yeah, maybe like, maybe like the 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 big freaking titan was like someone who's actually above average height someone who's actually like stands pretty tall above most other people you know it's just speculation but it seems like it's taking characteristics of certain people mm-hmm. and maybe maybe the dude who's the armor titan maybe he's he's had like parts of his body replaced with like metal or something like that okay. so when he transforms it just makes that in in that much more you know so I, it's again, you know, yeah, it's intriguing. But yeah, that's if, interesting. Though. If it's true, uh, I mean, that's quite interesting. Oh, okay, I know. So that makes sense because in the intro, which I don't think you watched, nope, they were showing a bunch of animals running along the Titans. So okay, I can th- I can think that theory a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, that was without me watching watching the intro. That was just a theory that I had come up with. It's like so that's and see that's why I'm saying I think there's a third faction. I think there's a faction who is turning people into titans, or at least studying the fact that it can be done. And then there's a third faction who's just doing it all over the place. Okay. Who's just are not even like you know specifically they're just going everyone everyone if we can turn it we're gonna try we're gonna try it do it do it <laughs> now we want to see we want to make it you know. So it's interesting. So I'm I'm curious to see where it's going to go. If I see a Titan with udders, I'm going to fall on the floor laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be hilarious. Oh, that would be absolutely hilarious. But yeah. Uh, I'd be more scared of a flying Titan. Oh. <laughs> no walls are going to help uh, us there. <laughs> Oh, wow. But I mean, think about it this way, too, is that we saw, or you know, if you've actually seen that up to that episode, when that one girl went back to her hometown, yeah, we saw a titan. He was, it was a titan, but remember how small it was? Yeah, it, it was just... Like, it was maybe, like, a little bit larger than the average human size. The, those two characters that were there, like, he was just sitting there just about... Yep. Gotta, gotta chew 32 times. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that, the lady was just God, sitting there just laying just a, that. That's just a slow and just horrible, horrible death. That is a horrible death. But, I mean, regardless, it, it just leads me to believe there's, like, some sort of, like, there's a trigger or there's something that doesn't quite go right with people all the time when they actually make that step. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, this show's awesome. Yes, I, it is. I'm... I'm two episodes behind, so I need to catch up. But yeah, <laughs> I'm only one behind. So, anyways, the so next show we're gonna be talking about is Grand Blue Fantasy, the animation. Ah, I'll just say for this one, if you want, just you know, if you're into RPGs and you want to live, essentially, like see living an RPG, this is what Grand Blue Fantasy is all about. I mean, yep. it is a Died in the wool, just 
fantasy. I, I I don't know if they can like put anything more fantasy into it. They're just like all the tropes, all the things, just fantasy, fantasy. You know, it's just like. But I love it. I love it. It's it's always something interesting, um, and and cool to watch. The characters are getting better and better as it goes along. I'm loving the characters. Um, even the the female knight. You you get to see more of her like ditzy kind of klutzy. She has more. She has she has more depth to her than just being the 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 female warrior. And it's like no, she's got more. She's the strong type, but she also has her other sides to her, too. So I, I like seeing that. Um, and I like the new character they introduced, too. Uh, have you gotten to that point yet? I am still at episode one. Uh, okay. It's been a whole season since there were two episodes, <laughs> and I haven't touched it. <laughs> they, um, yeah. Where they're at, they introduced another character. And I think, I think when you get to him... You'll like him. Okay. He's kind of like the old uh, salty kind of character, but at the same time, he's kind of cool and what he does and how and how he interacts and everything. Uh, and it, it's it's interesting seeing the, the creatures that they throw into it. Uh, they had uh, I forget some sort of they called it a goddess, but it was like a big giant creature that controlled like wind and elements and stuff like that. And it's currently where I left off the problems that they were having with it. Uh, and, and also there's another two characters, which I'm sure it almost reminds me of like a Team Rocket kind of thing when they, when they entered. They're goofy, but they're serious. And they just seem like they're going to be one of those ongoing, whenever the, the adventure group gets into a potential spot, they're going to be like, because I think they're in a, they're, there's, again, this is another one. There was like multiple factions vying for different control and power and stuff like that. But again, it's because it's like a, a kingdom and, and stuff that's going on. So it makes sense with that regards. But <laughs> you have them trying to escape from or they're, they're trying to deal with the problem of the wind goddess going out of control. And these two are like, do you want to leave the island? Come on, come on. Let's, go, let's leave the island. Come on, come on. You want to go, right? We have a ship. You can take the ship or you can come with us. We don't care. We just want you not to be here. We don't want you to die. So can you, could you come with us? Mm-hmm. It's, it, oh, it's, you know, obviously that's, you know, not exactly what was said, but it's still pretty funny as far as regards to what's done. So I, again, I'm, if you love fantasy, in any way, shape, or form, this is definitely one to check out. Uh, I'm always intrigued to see what's going to happen, and and the characters just keep getting better and better. So, so I, I don't have much more to say about this series because <laughs> I'm not caught up. But I'll do. I am curious because you say um, because of what you said earlier. Um, comparing this to like comparing this to Overlord and comparing it to uh, Lock Horizon. I guess I would see I would I would like it it really doesn't compare to Overlord. I wouldn't say that it would probably compare a little bit more better to Log Horizon. Um, If like you took the the fact that they were inside of a game out of the equation, Hmm. like, no, it's not inside of a game. This is actually the real world that you're living in right now. Then it would be almost like a real close facsimile. I feel like, you know, the characters are obviously different. But the feel of it is what I think that kind of goes along with. Oh, okay. I get, I get real confused. This is a fantasy anime based off of a game. It is not a fantasy, a fantasy based, a, based inside of a fantasy game. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, they took the oh, premise yeah. of a game and made it into an anime. But that that in itself means that you're living in the actual world of whatever this is, which is pretty freaking cool. I enjoy it, and I want to see more of what's how this all relates and and such. But it's yeah. All right. Yeah, I need to get back to it. Um, <laughs> I will check it out. The next show we're going to be talking about is Boruto The Next Generation. Ah, this is all you on this one. Yeah. So. I'll just ask. I'll just ask. Is it really worth it? Uh, I'm in two minds about it. Um, it's, it's, it's a weird, weird thing. It's like, um, I guess basically I'll, I'll tell the story and then I'll tell a feeling. Uh, basically it's, uh, I mean, spoiler, I yeah, spo- I was saying, spoiler warning, Naruto becomes Hokage. Yeah. And him and Hinata get together. And, like a bunch of characters, they all pair off and they have a bunch of children. And then the story is basically about all of these children. So, um, I mean, it almost seems like we're, they're just trying to relive Naruto all over again. They're just like. Yeah, there's a lot of similarities. And. Between the character, like between how Naruto grew up and how Boruto is now growing up, mm-hmm. and like uh, they do refer back to the first series a lot. And um, one thing that I do like about it is that they it's a it has a modern take. So it's like the parents grew up with this and that, and then now the kids grew up, like kids are growing up now, and like there's a train system, like. And there's a train system in the village and everything. Um, mm. The uh, the characters go to like arcades. They hang out at cafes, and it's like it's basically modern times mm-hmm. in a in a village like that. So that part is a cool concept. I like that. Um, so it actually that actually works. Yes, that part actually works. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say, like, design-wise, the colors are um, a bit faded. Like, they're a bit muted. Mm. Like, not muted as in, like, gray tones, but, like, not... Sat- they're, they're less saturated and, like, softer. Uh, they're not nearly as vibrant as, like, you would expect. Yeah, yeah like, the, har- the colors aren't harsh. So, mm. that's cool as far as the design goes. Um, and... Like, they even had to change the school, like, because it's peace now. Um, the the school that Naruto went to, that they, um, all they do is train you to become stronger and build up teamwork and everything so you can work in your however many men cells and do missions and stuff like that. There are no more missions or there aren't, like, everybody's still keeping tabs on each other, I'm assuming. Mm. But the whole like you're just training to become stronger and you're also learning like academics and stuff like that because you don't need to train to fight all the time Mm. Um, that like all of those aspects are cool and if I hadn't watched like if if the the first season's flashbacks were like backstory that I never knew then I could go into the show and I could just keep watching it now because I am an old man <laughs> and I am watching this, sh- watching characters who I watched for like 10 years, children, it feels kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm at the age where I can have children about the, si- uh, about the age of Naruto's children. So it's like, I feel like I'm a dad 
watching like my nieces and nephews like <laughs> it's really really weird and uh-huh. like characters who i liked i'm like um uh what's the fangirl's name from the sand village uh, i know who you're talking about yeah her and um hinata were like like characters that i really liked and you see hinata as like a mom and like she was my favorite character and like it's weird because she's like doesn't play any part in the story except for not that though you need to eat your vegetables and make sure you do your homework and uh and stay out of trouble and i'm like no like spin around and do your yaka gun and like kick some butt i'm like i miss i miss that so well i mean okay i haven't watched it yet so i can't say that and i've never i never finished naruto as it is anyways but it seems like if they're going to continue this then there's probably going to be some sort of big major conflict that's going to arise somewhere yeah, something no. something's got to happen. So yeah. I mean, this day these days of idle peace and the fact that they have them looking the way they are, that's not going to last for very long. Exactly. Um which is um why right now watching week to week one episode at a time mm-hmm. I feel bored. Like yeah. Uh basically this is all filler to me because like there's I mean basically like you could watch the first episode or two understand who the characters are where they come from and whatnot and be like okay let's just move along until we get to the part where things start getting interesting yes now um exactly now just like the um Shippuden um Mm -hmm. where they did the three year gap the series Shippuden opened up with um, a clip of a fight. And I think it was, yeah, it was Naruto running through Orochimaru's hideout and the whole place exploding. Mm-hmm. And then Naruto, Sakura, Sai, and Kakashi staring at um, Sasuke and they were about to fight. This same series, like the, the, the new series, the Boruto, did the same thing. So it's basically some new character who you have no idea who it is um, facing uh, Boruto, older, I think. Yeah, most likely older, surrounded by debris. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's talking about how he got rid of a bunch of shinobi, including uh, Boruto's dad, and now it's his turn. And then Boruto's like, says some kind of comeback. So mm-hmm. they flashback that to where it's going to get good again. But right now, yeah, just, now, now you're in the, the point of just like total boredom. So I mean, more than likely, it's gonna be a while before you even get to that point. Yeah, because you gotta you gotta look at how you know, Boruto actually has to get powered up a bit. He actually has to be able to understand what he's doing, learn his own specific techniques that are different than than Naruto or some something like that. I'm sure. Yes, I mean. I've always like, like the only thing I know about from watching the trailer for it was like he was like I'm my own person I do my own things and I'm I'm you know different than you so I'm like well he's probably gonna have his own techniques and such then because he's not gonna follow in his father's footsteps yeah because it's like um, you would think Naruto would be in the same place when he grew up but mm-hmm. because because Naruto's father was the Hokage but when the day Naruto was born a huge disaster happened and. Naruto got like put with that disaster, so everybody hated him. So yeah, now, yeah. because it's time of peace, he's in that situation where my dad is the leader of the village, and everybody 
thinks I should do the same things and he's just just as rebellious as Naruto. Um, As far as the special powers and everything, one thing that was really cool is he got some of the Byakugan from uh, Hinata. So there was this one, something happened and like one of his eyes like went Byakugan mode and he was like, oh, I could see, he could see like uh, different stuff. And I was like, Mm. ah, Byakugan, that's awesome. And then it went away and I think maybe he used it to two or three times throughout the first two episodes that I saw and I thought that was really really cool so mm-hmm. he is going to have some completely special powers because um, I don't know if he got some of the QB power from Naruto or mm-hmm. what because he is strong and he he has um, he can do the shadow clone mm-hmm. but then I'm not sure what else he got from his mom because he does have the Byakugan so um I'm curious to find out like what all he has from which parent and also all of the other characters, like the pairings of different characters, what they got from each parent and how they're going to change their, like what can they do? Yeah. And once I find that out, then I guess it'll, I'll be satisfied. Cause like, um, <laughs> I don't sound too sure about that. So, I had a huge build up to this, but um, like one character that I was disappointed by was Lee. Like, um, what was the older? Rock Lee was the younger one. Yeah, I know you're talking about his his teacher, sensei, whatever. I can't remember his name. Dang it! But him, he was bombastic and loud, and ah, Lee was also bombastic and loud. This new Lee Mm. didn't. He was in the background. He didn't take. He didn't take a part of most of the first two episodes, and he gets his episode on episode three. So I was going through the characters. I'm like, from the trailers, I don't remember seeing Lee. I probably did. I'm like, oh yeah, Lee's there. But um, seeing him actually in the show, and I'm like getting introduced to the characters and haven't seen them like interact with the world. I'm like, awesome. I'm like, oh, okay. She's like Choji. She's like Ina. He's like Sai. I hate you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, Lee. And then he's kind of like just quiet. And like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, well, you I, got, he changed well, the character a bit, but yeah. oh, no. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but think, about it, think about it this way. More than likely, they can't just take that away altogether. More than likely, when he gets into an actual, like, real fight situation, he might become just like his father. He's, I, I can see it. See, and, and this is my prediction. I'm probably not going to watch it, so you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. But my prediction. He's the one, just like Baratu, who doesn't want to be like his dad, who might be embarrassed by how his dad does the things that he does and how just loud and bombastic he is. So he tries very hard not to be that way. But then, then he'll get into a fight situation and all bets are off because it just comes all the way out. <laughs> That's what I bet. Okay. That's what I bet. Right, I will let you know. That, that seems like that'll happen. So, anyways. Oh, yeah. So um, very interesting. Um, oh, also. So, so me, I have a lot of hopes with the show. One, because I've been watching it for 10 years. But then also, um, over the last two months, mm-hmm. I read anywhere from 1,200 to 1,400 pages of the manga to get caught up. And I basically have to start all over with all new characters. So I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit let down. Um, 
one thing that happened, like that happened in the anime that I know of, that didn't happen in the manga, was like the Naruto Hinata wedding, and like Orochimaru showed up to it and everything. Because I saw some pictures on Twitter, but um, that's what I kind of feel weird because it's like the whole age thing and how it compares to my life. Then also, um, all of my characters aren't doing their thing yet, and then also I I read twelve hundred pages and everything like all of that stuff's over i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know i don't I, I want my fix back and it's not back yet so mm-hmm. but um well, I guess, guess we'll see if it happens but yeah so pushing all of that aside this is a really cool concept for continuing the series and i may hold off a while until i find out that they're fighting <laughs> because because i didn't watch the first naruto series when everybody mm-hmm. else was hyped for it i watched it when the that big tournament was happening and Orochimaru attacked the um attacked the village. That's when I jumped in and I was like, oh and they just kept me going. So mm. um I feel like I may need to hold off on it for a bit. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Clockwork Planet. Yes. Um this one. <laughs> what what to say what to say about this one? Okay, it's an interesting concept. I always say that. The concept in general is interesting. So if any one of you have not seen this or heard about this, Clockwork Planet, it takes place, I guess, in a pseudo-Earth fashion. Basically, Earth in itself was was pretty much being... It was going to be gone. So somebody who they say is... Basically, they're calling him the Master Clocksmith, essentially. Somehow, I, I don't know how any of this came to be or how, but somehow made out the entire planet into a giant clock, more or less. You know, it's got the... Uh, yeah, it... Go ahead. So, uh, they're like, our planet is dying. We need a solution. And he's like, the clock, master clocksmith is like, I'll do it. It'll take a thousand years. Yeah. But here's your new planet. Yeah, new planet, and, and uh, you know, props to him, bravo, and, and whatnot. Because I mean, it looks like a freaking technological marvel. I mean, if if you're if you're into steampunk in any sort of way, watching this is like freaking awesome and amazing in its own way. Um, that being said, so the world is interesting on its own. I'm not sure about the characters. I don't know. What are you feeling about the characters? Because I'm not sure about the characters. I've only got one episode in. So mm. I like the little hot, hot-headed girl. Really? Um, I don't like the the guy that's with her. Uh-huh. Um, I don't like the the super android girl. Okay. And I kind of like the guy who woke her up, but he's weird. Like, See, I, I, I don't know. I okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of like opposite on you almost. I. <laughs> I don't necessarily like the hot-headed girl. She just she just strikes me as kind of annoying. Mm. I'm like, come on, just stop. You're, you're you're being annoying. You obviously have this thing that you're supposed to do, and and they keep hinting about how she's from this great house or whatever, and she's supposed to be able to do these things. Yet half the time, I see her just standing there, stamping her foot, whining, complaining. I'm like, okay, come on, stop it. Uh, the dude that's with her, I think, is a good balance for her because I think without him, it, you, everyone would probably get tired of her re- really quickly. <laughs> he kind of keeps her in line, more or less, so it's kind of nice to have him around. So I kind of like him. Um, the the android, I'm a little iffy on. 
just a little iffy on. I kind of like her, and I kind of don't, so I'm a little iffy on. The guy himself, I'm okay with. He's not great, but I'm I'm okay with. Because like, I kind of get the whole vibe he puts out, and I'm cool with him in that regards. But, you know, I, I like the fact that he has his own special ability. That's cool. The fact that he can actually hear if there's something wrong with, like, something mechanical. Like, he actually hears the noises. Yeah. And it's really cool, because even, even the girl pointed out later on that the headphones that he uses are actually noise-canceling headphones. Yeah. He should not be able to hear anything from them. And yet, with them on, it's like it it, it fine-tunes yeah. what it is that he's trying to hear. I like that. That seems kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, um, it's like Cyclops. Like, yeah. I like outside that beam and he puts on the thing so it can, like, find Yeah, and it's, it's the exact same. Awesome. And I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I was I was kind of on I was kind of on the mess side with the android. The only thing that kind of put me towards a good side with her is her ability. Have you seen that part yet? I've only seen the first episode, so. Okay. She, like, okay, the, the knife thing, that's kind of weird. Just, like, the fact that the blades just come out from, like, her legs or something like that. It's kind of weird. Okay. Completely on that, on point with that. Later on, she has an ability that is pretty damn cool. Like, and then, and then she also hints to the fact that she has sisters, some of which who are even more powerful than she is. And I say that because, like, she's, when you see her actually do it, her, her, she activates her ability. It's freaking amazing and powerful as hell. And I'm like, if you're on the low end, holy crap. <laughs> Um, cause I mean, it's not really necessarily spoiling anything, but she basically freezes time. So. She moves outside of time. What, what happens in a blink of an eye for us here is like three hours or so for her. Okay. Yeah. Like they were faced with this wall of like machines and whatnot, like battle android, whatever that are about to blow them away. And she activates it. And before he can, the, the, the main guy character can say no, she activates it. And then all of a sudden it's unactivated and all of them are just in pieces. And you're just like, holy crap. I mean, it's a one shot thing for her because like she immediately like kind of powered down after that because it exerted so much energy from her, but it was still freaking cool to see it happen. <laughs> so, that to me was like, okay, you got my attention, you got my interest. If that's this what this character to do, I want to see what the other ones can do too. Okay, because that would be pretty damn cool. Um, but again, I don't know. It, it, it's I don't. I guess I can see where they're going with the series. Like things are starting to break, so he's gonna have to either rebuild or fix the things that are breaking. Mm. But I just, I don't know. Like, ah. they're trying to make, like, the military faction inside this to be the bad guy. And I, they just end up seeming stupid to me. Because they're, like, they're preventing them from doing their job. And it's like, don't you want them to do their job? Because their job means that, A, things aren't breaking, and B, people live. Isn't that <laughs> important? Isn't that kind of fall along your jurisdiction of what needs to happen? So, I mean, like, I don't know. The bad guy so far, the bad guy, I'm sure there's going to be something else that's going to pop up. Seems kind of, like, forced almost. 
Like they're just throwing out the, oh, the stupid military is doing something they shouldn't be doing. So let's just, you know, hey, hey, you know, it's like, come on now. You, you want a bad guy, throw somebody in there who's actually like wanting mass destruction and, and wanting just like, you know what? I don't like any of this. Let's just destroy it all. Like, yeah, throw that in there. But don't make like the military as, as like a faction against humanity. Essentially, it's like, wait, that doesn't make sense. That's not part of their. I don't I don't get it. Anyways, that's that's my thought on it. Anyway. Okay, so so after seeing the first episode only, what did you think? Um, the world was interesting. Um, the one thing where they're like at the end of the first episode, they're like something's happening. So basically, we're gonna just jettison this whole section of the planet. Yeah. I thought was I'm like why isn't that stuff, <laughs> in, isn't that stuff important? I'm like. <laughs> Gears interconnect, and if you just take one out, then I'm like, what's gonna? Okay, um, and then it was like, sink, it was yeah, like sinking into the planet, which I'm like, isn't there gears in there? And then gonna like mess stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. Maybe y'all, <laughs> maybe y'all will convince me of it uh, later. But as of episode one, I'm like, and it was a huge chunk of the planet. So I'm like, wait. How big are y'all on this planet? How many people are going to be taken? Like, ah, it was that that one thing was like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's, it seems stupid. What the hell? Yeah. So, um, other than that, um, the uh, the little curtsy scissors that come out are kind of weird. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I like that because like a couple of other characters do that too. I'm like. I guess it's okay because they don't show it, but it's it's weird. <laughs> it, is, it is weird. It, it, so um, I'd prefer I'm, like, I'm a, having I'm, having blades come out of her arms or something more than that. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the fence with that. Um, let's see. Other than that, right now the the characters are holding me into the story. Um, I want to know how badly this whole jettisoning part of the world is going to affect everything else. Um, it's too close like two i don't know it's i don't have enough information to like judge it but i'm like is this show is right on the fence like i don't know if i like it or don't they've made yeah. a bunch of weird decisions yeah but the characters are okay so i'm i'm still on board yeah like i said to me it's just it was weird i'm like this whole <laughs> this and another show to me i'm just like this is weird what is what are we doing here what is what is this what is this y'all had a great concept what are you doing with it so, uh, yeah, I'll give it a couple more episodes. Like I said, I think the only reason why I stick with it was because of seeing that that android's ability, and I'm like, oh, that looks cool! <laughs> I want to see more. Yeah, that, that may be my hook to keep me in. But so the next show is Dungeon, for short. <laughs> yeah, is it good? Because we'd be here a while or, if you try to do the whole thing. Or as Amazon calls it. Sword Oratoria season one. <laughs> it's just this weird. Uh, the fact that there are anime on Amazon just seems weird to me. Is that am I the only one who thinks that? No, the fact that they are holding anime hostage is weird. Yeah, when they buy the rights to like anime coming out, especially when this one was already being streamed on other sources. And then they're like, no, we're going to buy it. Yeah. Come on, now, really? That's yeah. just, that's lame. That's yeah. freaking lame. And then they, they have terrible freaking uh, subtitles on their sh- stuff, too. 
Like, you're going to buy the rights for animes. Take the time to have decent freaking subtitles to them. Yeah. So, um, basically, this part right here is about anime strike. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, bad subtitles. Like, really bad. They look like closed captioning. Yeah. Um, you bought the like bought the complete rights to a season two, so now we only can watch it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and three, you have a double paywall. You can't just get Amazon Strike by itself. Like if you could just pay four ninety nine a month, then fine. You have crappy subtitles, and you're a jerk for putting Wait, bad so subtitles. You can't do it unless you have Prime as well. You, ha- you have to have Prime. Oh, that's in um, order to do that. Bull. So that's some bull. So yeah, um, this I don't like Anime Strike right now. Uh, if anybody else is watching this, bug them on Twitter or something and say change your subtitles because I'm like fine. G- you know, change change your subtitles or for the hell of God, make it to where that's that the standalone. The standalone to where it's yeah. not even part of Prime because you make it essentially part of Prime. But then you actually have to pay for it as well. Yeah. Or make it part of Prime. Yeah, make it. Flat part, out, make it part of Prime. Make it part of Prime, and you absolutely, no matter what, change the subtitles. Yeah, yeah. And that's fine. But moving on. <laughs> moving on from anime, straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to Dungeon. The actual heart yeah. of this should be. Yeah. So Dungeon. Yes, Dungeon is back. Um, it, it's back, <laughs> but it's kind of not back. <laughs> I that's was so horrible. I was ready to jump back into the story, and what we've done is we've jumped back to the beginning of the, the first yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, Instead of be following the guy or following um, the sword princess. I, I, I thought I thought that we were going to go, like, further back. Like, I thought we were going to go, like, way far back, and that we wouldn't have caught up to where we we were in season one at the beginning until, like, towards the end of this season. So yeah. then, it, then it would catch up. So I thought I want. It's like I want to know. Okay, it's like if you're gonna do this, okay, fine. Then I want to know more about her. Yeah, the origin. Eyes, Wallenstein. I want to know how she became who she is. Where did she get all this power from? And then, like, and then the first episode, they allude to the fact that there's something not quite right with her. That there's something terribly wrong, and yet she perseveres no matter what and does what she does. Which I think is cool. But it like you kind of like pushed it in there you made yeah. it to where like you yeah you had it in there and then everyone's just scratching their heads going why <laughs> well why you know it's just because you've seen her you've seen what she can do and you're like okay this seems monumental and huge and big and we haven't really seen a problem with her throughout the entire first season so what's the big deal you know it's just uh more annoying than anything else yeah. um so I'm liking the characters that um, they have around them. Um, one well, thing, yeah, like them from the first season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that is a cliche in anime that this show is doing that some of the other shows this season are not doing is uh, just focusing on boob jokes for a while. Like mm-hmm. they just keep referring to it over and over and over. And for me, I'm like, I don't care. Like, can we fight some demons or whatever? Like, <laughs> like, let's get back to the good stuff here. Let's let's get rid of the boo jokes here. Yeah. So, um, I don't I don't remember if they did that a lot in the first series, but I don't know. Mm. It's, it's, I think they made a little bit of reference to it just because Hestia uh, 
made the reference because of of because uh, she's so small, she makes up for for it in a different way, I guess. Yeah, she made some references because she was all jealous of Ice Wallenstein taking the the. <laughs> The attention of the other guy, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. So it, it's it's yeah, but I mean, even then, I mean, okay, I, I will say, as as annoyed as I am, the fact that we're not continuing season two, an actual season two of continuation, the actual series, um, it is interesting to see the things from a different perspective, because um, you okay, you didn't quite get like when when in the very beginning of the first season. When he first met Ige Wallenstein, you kind of thought that she helped him and then kind of took pity on him and then was like, you know, are you OK? Whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, but when when you when you finally get to that point, when you finally catch back up to where it started in season one, um, you see like there was actually like there was a little bit more emotion there. There was actually he she was trying like she felt something, I want to say. Mm hmm. And yet she could not convey that. So it's interesting. This is this is what's interesting about seeing things from a different perspective is you get more information and it's almost like fine tuning what you already know. Yeah. So that to me is interesting. And the only problem is, as we all know, is eyes does not talk a lot. Yeah. She is a person of very few words, but it is that is kind of the charm of her. Uh, So. I'm hoping that we have a little bit more internal monologue, at least, because it's it can be a little bit confusing sometimes to kind of gauge what more is going on when when all you're doing is is seeing someone who's pretty much mute standing there doing you know whatever, and you're like, okay, why? You know, so I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. I'm on the fence about it. I don't want to be. I like Dungeon. Dungeon's yeah. awesome. But it's just so much. We're just like, I guess, I don't know. Maybe the fact that it's not season two is blinding me to the to the, to the niceness of this. Where, you know, they're saying it's Dungeon 2. And it's like, no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> dungeon prequel, essentially. Dungeon, you know. Dungeon what? Yes, Dungeon one and a half. Like Lion King one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially, yeah. Or didn't they do that with Evangelion too? Is like done, you know, Evangelion one point five or something like that. Well, they did a remake. They like telling the yeah. whole story and re rebuild. But I mean, still, that's what it feels like. So I'm just, you know, you're not, you're, you, you only see what if they introduced maybe like and one or two new characters that you never really saw in the actual other series, and everyone else is just like, like you were saying, like, oh, I like the characters. I'm like, yeah, because we've seen most of these characters. We know these characters. We've seen them in action. We know they're great. Um, I like that you're getting a little bit more depth to them, you know, because they weren't like the focus of them. Now you kind of see like what's her face. The the twin has a thing for their commander. That was kind of like, oh, OK, cool. Ha, 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 funny, funny. She, she's all bashful and everything with them and, you know, whatnot. But eh, anyways, it's frustrating. Yeah, it's another one of the shows where it's like. I'm, I'm waiting for it to get better. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, but I'll still watch. Like, with, with, if it was borrowed, I would I would wait. I would wait for, just like you were saying, I'd wait for a while, let it build up until we get to something more interesting. But I think the charm of this one is just like we were saying, before, like I was saying before, because it's from a different perspective, you're going to watch it because you're going to see the different nuances 
Yeah. And every every episode, every scene that you remember from season one is going to be replayed, but now from a different perspective. So now the nuances and all the little things that you remember, you're going to see them differently. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was really cool when the Minotaur showed up. Like, one of them just ran off, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then she's like, oh, no, there's people over there. And I'm like, oh, that's where it came from. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that part, that aspect of the show is really cool. Um, but yeah, I was I was hoping for season two also. So yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very interesting world. Uh, seeing all the different gods and goddesses, and it, it's very fun. You know, again, this is another one just like Grand Blue that has a lot of fantasy elements to it, and you just you know, the fantasy nerd, the fantasy buff, and everyone just going, oh my god, fantasy! Dungeons and swords and magical things this is great, freaking awesome. <laughs> but then they, you just you're you're reliving that same thing and the feeling of, that you were having before of oh what's gonna happen? This you're like you know what's gonna happen. Mm. You've seen it before, you've lived it before, so eh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you know you're reading a book all over again. Just sometimes you you this is parts you just don't remember. <laughs> yeah. So oh, yeah, uh, it's it's okay. <laughs> the next show we're going to be talking about is Manga Sensei. Ah, this one's you on this one. Yes. So, um, I'll just start by asking: Is is it worth it? I, I I was debating this one. Is it worth it? Yes. Okay. I would say definitely check it out. Um, okay. There is one studio that made two shows that I really really like. Which is uh, Oremo, which is my my sister can't be this cute, and um, this uh, uh, something's lost trip. Not lost. No, not not that one. Uh, it's lost. It's not something lost treasure. It's this about this um this girl who had this one. Um, she basically has a bunch of trinkets all over the place, and a oh, bunch you're of- talking about Nana whatever yes. and her. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So it's the same exact studio that's done both of those, yeah. and um, so the the um, the main guy, the main guy in the show, looks just like the brother from Orema. So as uh-huh. soon as his profile hit, I'm like, wait a minute, he looks familiar. So um, a lot of a lot of parts of this show, like the style of the show. I'm already on board. Like, I don't care what they do. Like, I just love looking at this, uh, this style of animation and these character designs. Um, so the concept that we had, um, talked about for the show is, um, basically the, um, there's two siblings. Um, yeah. And, um, they're both artists. One is a manga writer and one is a, uh, a manga, yeah, one's a writer and one's a, uh, and a uh, draw uh, artist, and they're both working together on these manga, and they don't know that they're actually brother and sister. And the way that they find out was super cool. Since you haven't seen it, I'm not going to explain it, but it was way like I could not have thought of how it happened, and it was so modern mm-hmm. that it is like really crazy. Um, the show is definitely worth uh, checking out because the anima- uh, animation quality is high. Um, okay, is but is the, is the story like there, or is it just kind of like 
a they slice up, of life thrown in there. Uh, it's. Have you seen Orimo? Like, if uh, I have, it's been a while. Yeah, it's it's it seems like it's gonna take somewhat of a similar tone, where it is mm-hmm. slice of life, but there's gonna be a lot of funny moments. There's gonna be some pretty interesting drama, and whatever the main concept of the show is gonna be there throughout. Like, it's not. Like you're not gonna know when, where's like where's this anime going. So um, yeah, as far as the characters, um, I like I like the main guys that this studio makes. Like he's kind of like the everyman. He has his certain qualities here and there, but um, it's I always like the main guys in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, the girl characters I usually like them, but it depends on what their quirks are. Whether I think they're okay or I like them. There aren't any, like, I haven't found female characters in from this studio that I don't like. So hmm. I'm 100% on board and I can't, I don't, the only thing is, I don't know the relationship between the brother and the sister. Like, because she moved Oh, it's, it's one house. of those. So I don't know if it's a blended family where it's like the mother had a daughter, the father had a son and then now they're cohabitating or, or what? Because he's like, she brings her home and then she's like, this is going to be your sister. And I'm like, tell me why, like, how are they related? Because if, if they form a relationship, like, they start falling for each other like they did in Oremo, um, it's going to be weird. So, I don't want that. It's still probably going to be weird. I mean, come on. It's, it's, yeah. this, is, this is anime, man. It's always going to be weird, regardless. Yeah. So, um, I would definitely say check it out. Um, it's It's already on one of my, like, as soon as I started watching, I'm like, yes, it's up there with Nanana and um, Oremo. So they'd have to try really, really, really hard for me not to like this show. <laughs> oh, give it time. They might. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I would uh, definitely say check this show out. It is amazing. I'm asking what Sword 2344 said, but the ED is worth it. Um, yes. So it is um, made by a group named Cladis, and they um, actually did the um, the intro or outro songs for um, Oremo. So. Oh, that's what the. OK. I didn't realize. That yes. Was. Everyone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love I love that group. Oh, they're so awesome. Um, like, I guess as far as like. Japanese music and stuff goes there are certain groups where I love the singer's voice and like mm. I don't care what the song is or anything I just want to hear them sing and that like for two amazing shows that I loved to have that stu- like that group sing their intros and outros I'm like I don't care I'm watching it the- I'm watching <laughs> it every single episode uh... yeah so the next show we're talking about is Gene Guardian. Or Silver Guardian. Yes. Uh, again. <laughs> this is this is like Clockwork Planet. It's 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 weird. I don't I don't know whether to like it or hate it or I'm, I'm in like you I'm like you said before I'm on fence. I'm on the fence, yet somehow I keep watching it. I'm on the fence, but I keep watching it. Um, Because I'm waiting for something to happen. Because, okay, in the beginning of this anime, they show you a a glimpse of the future. Yeah. Because then they go back one year. Uh And, like, uh, where I'm at right now in the series, 
I am on episode four. Like, some major things happen, and I'm waiting for things to fall into place. It's one of those, like, you're, it's building up. It's building up. It's building up. Something's going to happen. Something cool is going to happen. I'm still waiting. <laughs> Damn it. Because, like, th- what you see is so confusing in the, in the first episode. Were you confused? I was highly confused. Uh, I was like, I don't know. I don't know why they keep. I've only seen two episodes, and I don't know okay. why they keep jumping back and forth. I'm like, but no, show... no, no, no. They showed the future in the first episode, and then they went back, and they haven't gone back to the future. This is all just now going. They're now leading up to that moment that you saw in the very first episode, in the very beginning. But the very first episode, in the very beginning, you see this character, this dude. A temple rises from the ground, and all of a sudden, multitudes of enemies come out of nowhere. One billion zombies. Yeah, and and he is on there with his cat, because of course, freaking cat, love the cat. Um, And he starts pulling these weird weapons and glowing swords, and he's running through them, and his scarf's glowing and all and then like big dudes come out of nowhere and and then all of a sudden he hits the ground and these giant like tombstones come flying out and crosses and and things and they go flying and i'm like what is going on (laughs) where did this come from why is this happening why do they have to defeat him in order to get into the temple why aren't they just going into the temple you know i'm like there's a lot of things going on here that I do not understand, and they're not explaining jack crap. Then they're going to go one year back into the past and go, well, this is happening. I'm like, really? But, but why? But why? <laughs> you know, and then and then they, they bring it back down to something more relatable. Because then they he's, he's a dude at a college who's working just huge amounts of part-time jobs and his his love is video games and i'm like well now we're at something relatable now i can now i can i can dive myself into this um but like now we're we're now going to to where we started at the very beginning episode things are marching along and i'm like okay but how's what, what, what's going on what's happening with what, what ah answers please <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know the characters okay breaking it down animation I, I like it's it's good it's not amazing but it's still good i like it um characters yeah i have no problem i have no problems with the the guy yep no problem i have no problems with his cat cat's awesome love the cat even though he didn't you know doesn't speak or anything but you always he's, he's always there and it's just cool seeing him um i have no problems with the girl none whatsoever i think she's cool uh you know she kind of has a little bit of that damsel in distress thing but i you know what I'm still cool with it. Whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, those are like the main ones. Like the, his his little his his buddy that you see every now and then. He's kind of annoying. He just pops up randomly, and you're just like, "What is he gonna say now? What is he gonna do?" Mm. He's like, "Oh, don't go after her. She's she's the popular one. You shouldn't you shouldn't do that. You're gonna get in trouble with yourself." And I'm less like, "God damn it, dude, just fuck, go away. You're annoying. Back off." But it's not like overly annoying when you want him, you. You'd rather him not be there at all. You're like, okay, haha, funny, funny, whatever. You move on. Um, I don't know. Is this just, I, I, there's not so much to say about this. I mean, is it? Is it you too? It's like nothing. Okay, nothing about this other than the very beginning where all that stuff happened. Nothing about this now is anything other than blase. Do you, do you feel the same? It's, it seems like it's mediocre. There's nothing. Nothing stands out in my mind to say about it. 
I'm just like, well, okay, we're we're at this point. It's a waiting game. We're waiting to see when the episode comes, when all of this that happened comes together, and then we're there. You know, at at the point where I'm at right now in episode four, the most monumental thing that happened was somebody broke into her father's office and shot him. Yeah, again, no explanation. They have a little bit of a chat, and you get the feeling that there's some sort of deeper organization or thing going on here. But she just walks in, sits down on his desk, holds a gun to him. They have a little chat, and she shoots him. And that's it. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm assuming this kicks something off, but what is it that we're kicking off here? So, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. So, I, I, go ahead. I love that this is completely flipped. <laughs> oh. So, this show is made by a studio named Studio Emo. Mm-hmm. Um, the very first show that they put out, I watched and you didn't watch. And mm-hmm. the first episode, I'm like, why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why are you doing that? Explain, please, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely opposite. And um, with this show, I actually like all of the characters. Yeah, and, no, right. yeah. And animation is still average. It's nothing wrong with it. It's pretty. It's it's good. Um, Story wise, um, I actually could stretch my disbelief a bit farther than you. Um, when he was fighting all the monsters, I was kind of thinking like he's just fighting down this one line and like what are all these crowds and monsters over here doing and like you said they could have just easily gone in the temple and then (laughs) (laughs) so i'm like yeah that that makes perfect sense um the uh the special moves and everything where he's like one thousand crosses or whatever that was weird at first and then it got cool and i'm like yeah that was awesome okay i get that um, then they kept kind of jumping the first episode, they started jumping back and forth between present day and in the past. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, th- for some reason, this season, a lot of shows are like, this is what's going to happen in the future. Sit here and wait until we get there, please. And, like, <laughs> and I guess this one studio was like, I don't think a lot of people are going to do that. So what we're going to do is going to be like, this is cool stuff in the future. But this is where we started. So see, this guy's doing this one thing. Wait, wait, don't come back. Look, 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 look. More fighting in the future. Like, okay, okay, you're back now. Then he goes and cleans the pool. No, 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 no. No, come back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, <laughs> so um, it was kind of weird at the beginning. But then once they started getting into the game and he started like, um, he immediately found out who this one character was in the game. And I love that he knew the secret, but she didn't. And he was just like, I'm just, I am happy just playing the game with her. Because, like, when I was younger, that was that was how I, I was like, I like this girl. She likes me sitting next to her, so I don't even care. I'm just going to be next to her. I am totally happy, totally content. So I'm like, that's cool. Um, but then at the end of the second episode, they're like, oh, this game that you're playing? Yeah, that's the ending. And I'm like, What? So yeah. I'm I'm left on a cliffhanger. I'm curious since he doesn't have that link with her, like how are things gonna develop? Um the first episode and the, the synopsis that we read last time was talking about um how he was going to 
give her something or whatever, and then like he gets sent into the other world. So I'm curious, like his chance to actually like become friends with her in real life gets messed up, but then she does know about him because of what she explained in the first episode. So I'm like, I'm I'm interested enough to find out what's gonna happen. So I'm gonna keep watching it. Also, this show is a half half episode, so they're like 12 minutes. So if I get a bad yeah. episode, yeah. <laughs> if I, get I back, never noticed that. Yeah, I, know, I I was like getting into it, and then it was like outro. And I'm like, wait, what? what? <laughs> so um, yeah. So I'm 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 on board. I want to find out. Like this this show is like cool. Um, it, this- it keeps me watching. Don't get me wrong. I will I will continue watching this because I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that moment. I'm waiting for us to be like, this is it. This is what happens. This is the reason why all that happened before. And I'm like, sweet. Now yeah. I know. And like, even no matter what this new world um, has and where he gets his powers, I love that they've already kind of explained that, like how he's a, I guess the gaming term is like a min maxer where he like levels up all of his stuff perfectly and everything. And he always ends up being a, he can be an over level overpowered character, even though he has like the basic equipment. So for him to be as strong as he is in the other world makes perfect sense. So yeah, like like the setting up of the world has been perfect. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. I'm I'm ready to continue. So, I, again, uh, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I think it, like it, there's enough in this that has gotten me hooked and intrigued, and I'm just like, all right, cool. But now it's just a waiting game. Yeah. Now I'm and just like, I'll, okay, come on. Yeah, and then also there's there's still these little bitty. I don't know what the the studio is like. They expect you to just go on with whatever they say, but if you look like not at the main character, you're like, well, what about this thing? Yeah. <laughs> so there's like there's still like little weird holes that this that this yeah. studio does. It's, it's 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 funny. Like I can I they've they've can. They've passed my disbelief, so I'm like, yeah, I see that like this could be happening, but I don't care. This is cool too. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's just it's to me, it's just like you went so far right field, so far, so far right field, that I'm just like, I just want a little, a little more explanation, just just a little bit more. Just tell me, tell me why, tell me, give me a little bit more explanation, and I'll be right there with you. <laughs> but until then, I'm just like. You're annoying me. I'm going to watch you, but you're kind of annoying. So, anyways. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting show. I'm, I am going to be following this studio like crazy because it's like, first show I didn't like, second one I'm like, I'm on board, and I'm curious what they're going to do third, the third show that I watch from them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's very interesting. The next show we're going to be talking about is Natural... <laughs> <laughs> Matsume Eugene Cho Roku or Book of Friends 6. Yes. Um, I, you know, I feel like I'm just a broken record at this point. I really do. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just a broken record. Uh, this this show is just... For, it, what you see in the first season, if you like what you see in the first season, you're going to like what you see in the sixth season. And the fifth season and the fourth season, the third season, all seasons in between. It's more of the same thing. And if you didn't like it in the first season, don't watch the rest of it because you're not going to like it. Because it's just you it, it doesn't feel like there's any like it just feels like it's one one single continuation throughout the entire thing. 
You know, you're literally following. And this is a first for me to be like, because I'm not a good slice of life person. I'm like, I don't really much care for the series of those. And I'm just like, eh, I usually avoid them. I could watch his entire life all the way through. <laughs> I don't think I'd get bored. I think I'd be interested the entire time. You know? Um, and, and they keep giving you little little bits of you. You feel like, just like we were saying with Dungeon, how the new perspective would you know fine tune everything that you already knew it seems like every season of natsume the more you watch the more it just it fine tunes it that much more that much more that much more that much more and you really get the idea and the 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 total scope of what this character natsume has had to go through as a child with in with just the ability of being able to see all of these yokai you know, and then and then you you know you see how they keep doing flashbacks of his his grandmother, and how you see how she dealt with how she saw yokai, and you it's two it's like night and day, two completely different versions, but it's still interesting in its own right. You know, and in this uh, first episode for season six, uh, at one point. <laughs> He's going along, and he ends up seeing this yokai who has his head stuck in a jar. And like a big, 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 huge jar. And at first, him and his his little cat buddy were like, I don't think we should do anything. This seems like it's <laughs> probably going to be a bad thing. Let's not do anything. And then he relents, of course, and he decides to help. And it, it kind of was, and it kind of wasn't. Because, it, again, this is another reason why this show is interesting. You always find different yokai so here it is they they take jar of this this character and the yokai is known as the eater of days now what that means is they, they do a little bit of backstory later on with him but what that means is usually what this yokai would do is if you allowed it to stay inside your dwelling give it like a, a day or so it's a traveler so it always is moving but if you gave it shelter for a day it would take one item one item of yours and make it brand new so like oh. they showed like they showed like a farming tool that it was like old and rusted and then because they the people you know allowed it to stay when it left it made it into a brand new it looked like it was the first day it was ever probably made brand new so he helped him so as a way of thanks he ate the days of natsume so he turned natsume into a kid so this was interesting and in the fact that literally he turned him into a kid like all his memories up to that point were just gone they, they were kind of there but he it couldn't remember any of them because like it were vague notions that he could remember when he was seeing things so but you saw his personality and how he was as a kid and you could tell then how he he had a messed up childhood and how he had a, a very distinct, very distinct distrust for any yokai. Like, and his point in time in his life, when you see him up to like season five, seeing him as an older kid, you see he actually gains trust and starts to actually, you know, he, he starts viewing yokai and humans in kind of the same light. There's good and bad. And he, you know, he, he does trust that in a, in a sense. But as a kid, because he didn't know any better and because... A lot of yokai took advantage of naivete as a kid, 
he had a lot of distrust for them. The companion that he's had for for most of his life, or for most of the life that you've seen in this in the series, all of a sudden he had a distinct distrust for. Him. Oh no! Yeah. So that, there was a, there was interesting conflict involved with that, and it became very entertaining in that to see that. And eventually, his companion went and gone. You know, uh, found the the eater of days again and said, "I need you to reverse that." No, we appreciate the thought and the gift, but you need to reverse that. And then you kind of see when the two of them get back together, how he's like, are we, because he, he not as a kid asked, asked, you know, Nicholson say, he's like, are we friends? And he's like, no, no, we're not friends. We just kind of, you know, go along together. But I mean, it, it was kind of one of those heartwarming kind of felt feeling kind of things. And you're just like, oh, okay. Uh, you know, and then you wait, you know, and his friends find him, you know, sleeping, you know, curled up with, with uh, Nico Sensei. So it was kind of, kind of cool. But again, it's like every episode there, unless there's something big or major happening, it's like every episode's its own little story in between. And you're just following along as you go along with it. So. Again, for anyone who's watched the series, I mean, if you've enjoyed seasons one through five, you're going to enjoy season six. I have a feeling because it's just a lot of more of the same stuff, you know, and you're just I'm just curious as to when they're going to bring back and start talking about how or if he's ever going to join the exorcist community or what's he going to do with that and Yes, you know, so much unanswered questions, but you know, you're you're always every time you're more than willing to watch each episode just to see how things progress. Uh so So, like me, like I'm a broken record also. Every single time you talk about a new season of the show, I'm like, ah, I gotta go back and watch it. I've seen the first episode of um season five and i thought it was amazing oh yeah i i don't know why i haven't gone back and just caught up but uh, one day i might do it i don't know you better hurry up because they're gonna get to like season 10 12 (laughs) they're just gonna keep on going and you're gonna be like i'm gonna do it eventually i'm like yeah you got like 200 episodes to go dude good luck it'll be like one piece yeah. He's going to have kids and grandkids, and I'm going to be like, one day I'm going to start it. <laughs> I'll get to it at some point. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All I can do is recommend it also. This is like rare for a slice of life show to just lock you down for six seasons. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, one day I'll get to it. <laughs> one day. One day. The next show we'll be talking about is Recreators. Ah, this one's all you. Yes. I was mesmerized from the trailer, and I am saddened that Anime Strike has it, but the show is amazing regardless. Um, The synopsis that we read was kind of like just this grand, grand story. And I realize now that it was like from the from the um, <laughs> perspective of like some of the characters, because it was basically like those who create worlds and those who create this. And it's like this grand, grand story. And I watch it and it's like um, modern day. You follow this one guy. He's like into anime and manga and all that kind of stuff. And there's this one really cool story that he likes. Um 
And in that story, there's this um, female king or female leader. She's fighting against this other like wizard kind of character. And they get into this crazy fight and um, in that episode of the show. And the main guy, he's like, oh, the new episode's out. So he goes, grabs his tablet, which is kind of cool. How they're like updating that people are watching anime on their tablets. Um, and he starts the show and he starts watching it. And like something weird starts happening with the tablet. And then all of a sudden, zap, he's in the middle of their fight. And the uh, redhead girl like protects him and like. Um, the wizard that she's fighting kind of knows what's going on because she's already ha- had something happen to her. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, oh, and one thing that's really cool is like they have one thing that's really, a really, 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 really nice use of CG. Um, the wizard character, she has like infinite swords, but unlike mm-hmm. Gilgamesh where they're like poking out of a wall, hers are spinning around her waist kind of like a like a big um, hula hoop and they're all pointing out so it's just like and because they're going so fast some of them kind of blink out of like they like they blink their head and then they kind of disappear and they're kind of flicking they're flickering there we go all over the place and they're obviously CG swords but the way that they flicker make it look really cool and it actually works with the 2D so I'm like awesome um she starts shooting some of the swords at the um the female warrior and the guy, and I guess he, it, something hits the tablet, and then they poof, they're back in the real world. Oh, uh, she starts kind of freaking out, and he's like, um, freaking out also, and then he kind of tries to calm her down because she's in his room with a sword, and they're like freaking out, and then uh, he kind of calms her down and tells her, she's like, he's like, you are the character of a story. He's like. Just let me let me grab this, and he's like, start showing her all the manga with her <laughs> with her picture on the cover, and then she's like, what? And like, she just kind of accepts it. She's like, that's me. You know my backstory and who I'm fighting. I have no idea who you are, so I guess I'll just accept that I'm in some other world. Um, and then the wizard girl <laughs> comes in just, I don't know how she does it, but she ends up in the world also. And, um, they kind of start fighting and then I don't know how they get away from the house, but they're in the city and, um, they like just t- take this car and mm. the female warrior just starts getting the car and she's like, starts driving and me. And me, I'm like, ah, she doesn't know how to drive. But then she's like, yeah, it's like some kind of primitive um vehicle and she's like yeah i think i can figure it out and she's like it's a simplified version of my mech and i'm like that's a really good thought like mechs are way more complicated than cars like they have arms and legs and billions of moving parts so for her to be like a steering wheel and gas pedal that's easy so i'm like ah that's really a really really cool aspect of that character yeah Um, then um they start fighting some more and some crazy stuff happens and I am 110% on board. The animation, Troika, A1, y'all are amazing. I will watch anything that y'all do and I am so mad that it has freaking black subtitles across the bottom. But just want to take a moment to say thank you, uh, Amazon Strike. You're you're <laughs> awesome. You're, you're great. You're amazing. So just keep up the good work, yeah, because, you know, Psych!
I absolutely recommend this show. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, I guess I got to pick it up then because, I mean, just from that alone, it sounds awesome. I was, I think this was one they were kind of iffy about as far as whether or not, because we had that one show, like, what, a season or two ago that had such a very bombastic, like, over the top description about what it was going to be. And it ended up being absolutely horrible. Yes, Hashtagers. Hashtagers. That's what it was. So I think I think we both kind of looked at this one. I think I said to you, I'm like, oh, if you're gonna watch it, I'll wait to see what you say about this one. But if you're you're on board with it, I might try to, I might try to look it up, see what I can get. Yeah. So for this one, this is the show that you looked at the trailer and you also thought that the animation was really good. Okay. So I know you're slightly interested, but I said, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Take it out. I'll look, uh, I'll try to fit it in with the multitudes of other ones going on here. <laughs> Because I'm like some people around here. I actually finish a bunch of mine. So, you know. <laughs> Just saying. The next show that um, we're going to be talking about is a really long name. And I don't know why I didn't put the English name. The... <laughs> <laughs> it's we'll just put it on screen. And it's still here. Academic one. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. okay. What's, what's, the, what's the name of it? Uh, something about a bastard magician or whatever. Okay, I watched this one, so I'll just take it up from that one. Um, okay, what I thought based upon the description kind of ended up being true. Um, so basic storyline ends up being where this is a world abundant with magic. Uh, it is taught, and apparently in other nations there's different, you know prestige for going on with it the nation that you're focused on where you're at is a nation that has the most prestigious school of magic um it is not necessarily a public thing um and kind of like the way in the world of harry potter and whatnot you're usually not supposed to use magic outside of like you know especially for students outside school grounds try not to use it in real world situations and whatnot um and you follow these basically two girls who are students from here. Uh, they don't give you a lot of background for them. You kind of follow you. you that, that's one thing that you end up finding as you go along. So they don't really explain a whole lot from the get go. But where the main guy character falls in is he ends up becoming a substitute teacher. The teacher for which they were originally assigned to uh, mysteriously does not show up, so he gets called in as a substitute. So his character from the get-go, and it's what you kind of saw or read from the the description, he's pretty much like, I I don't want to. No. Um, No. Not to say he doesn't want to teach or anything. He's just like, I I really don't want to do anything or deal with it or whatnot. And for the most part, in most of the classes, he ends up just writing self-study. Because he doesn't want to deal with it. Uh, so, and and his character in the very beginning, he's very goofy. Very goofy. Uh, you know, the first time he meets the girls, he was running late for the school. And he runs into them. And he ends up falling into a fountain. And, yeah, some hilarity ends up ensuing with that. And mostly it's just facepalm moments where you're just going, come on, really, dude? Uh, and then later on, in I think in that episode or the next one, she gets PO'd at the fact that he keeps doing calling self-study for class. So she tells him she ta- challenges him to a duel, which is supposed to be unheard of to challenge instructors. 
students and challenging instructors to duel, you're like, well, if they're instructors, they know more, they're more powerful. Why? Um, but she ends up winning. <laughs> and because like they they do like a it's supposed to be the challenge was you could use one spell they both knew it same spell and it was to see who could cast it fastest and better because you have to have like incantation or whatever like there's no wands or anything it's just incantations to some you know basic magic rules and whatnot um and he just didn't do it you know, he wouldn't, he, he wouldn't do it. She did it the fastest and he just would not. And so he kept getting zapped and zapped and zapped and zapped and zapped. And yeah, eventually they're just like, okay, he loses. Um, so basically like the first episode or the, I can't remember that it was all the way into episode two or not, but basically like the first episode is kind of like a, eh. it isn't until later on that things get interesting and you end up finding a little bit more about him when he actually starts to take things a little bit more seriously because he gets one of the, the other girl that's with the main girl the pink haired one I'm terrible with names everyone knows both names. so i'll probably almost never say names or whatnot but anyways she tells him how she's more interested in making magic more accessible and understandable to the general populace which is why she studies the way she does um and it kind of i guess spoke to him because then he started taking it a little more seriously and you kind of get the feeling because he talks about how he does not like magic how he views it as 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 a wrongness instead of a, a tool to be used for for the good of people. It's something that could potentially, you know, he's like, oh, it's 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 not great. I don't know why everyone here is thinking it, but it's not. Um, and it isn't until like later on after that that the school gets attacked, and then you see a little bit even more into his character. And when you do, you're like, oh, because he actually ends up being really good. And like I was thinking from the description, the reason why he actually has reasons why he's as lazy as he is and doesn't want to do things because he kind of has a very kind of a bit of a, a, a bloody past, which is why they call about um, bastard magician is because usually those who are called that are because they have killed before. And he... And you kind of see it in the beginning because you see – and it's obvious that it was in the beginning of it. You see him as a kid reading stories about great magicians battling you know, great evils or whatever. And you, I guess his, his reasoning for what he did as far as learning magic was because he wanted to be that – and when he found out, you know, when he learned the magic he did and he was as good because he really is. He's amazing at what he does. And he's as good as he is. He um, ended up being put in a lot of situations where he had to take out evil, bad magicians, bad, bad, you know, magic and whatnot. And I think that took a toll on him. And eventually he just wanted to step away from that so one of the other yeah because it's one of the other teachers of the school that actually pulled him in and said i want you to be the substitute here and she kind of forced him into it kind of so <laughs> um but yeah it's it's once you get past the initial little hump there with the character uh i will say it gets a lot better it gets a lot more interesting and the aspects in which he understands and says about magic itself it, it's one of those like um kind of like i was talking about before with that last the interviews with monster girls how it's stuff that you already knew 
but because it was said in a different way in a different light it shed it made it seem new and interesting the way he treats and uses magic i mean it's same concept and things that you've seen before but he does it in such a way that he brings a new light to it and makes you think about it in a different way because you know he was even saying before like his students were talking about how magic you know is like oh it's it's does stuff with the world and he's like no it's based upon you it's based upon how you perceive and it it, it augments in that regards as well and it's again it's like when he was discussing it i'm like wow i had never thought of it that way and then the way he uses things and the way he does things i'm like damn because you know one of his signature moves actually is he has um a card that ironically the fool card and like yeah. a tarot kind of card but when he activates it it negates all magic around him so at one point he was he was faced with a a, a dark magician or whatever and one of his students was there and he's like well you can't use magic and he's like what he's like yeah you can't use magic and he pulled it out and explained it and he's like well you can't use magic too he's like yeah i know it's one of the side effects but then the funny thing is, is that the next thing you know, he ends up coming around and just beating the ever-loving crap out of him physically. He's like, I don't need to use it, though, because I know all this stuff. <laughs> I'm like, ah, there's where the smart thing comes in. You got someone who relies so totally on magic, and which is where his whole mindset was. He's like, it's the way he was telling his students. He's like, you're relying too much on magic. It's You're using it as a, coming a crutch. You can't you can't just rely on magic. It has to be something that helps you, but doesn't just do everything for you. Which is why he did what he did. And and so like the more he does, and the more he does his spells, I'm like, okay, this is more of his personality coming through because of that. Which is awesome. I just yeah. So it's it's the initial part is a little rough, but once you get past that, it becomes just great. I freaking love it. Okay. Mm, I was wary about this show because I didn't like the guy from the trailer. Mm. No, I don't know. Oh, I'd I'll say if you do it, give it give it your like two or three ups. If it, after that yeah. point you still don't like it, okay. But because he he still every now and then does his little quirkiness and whatnot and silliness. But I think when you look at it in the light of the fact that he does it because he's trying to, I, I don't know. I look at it as as like a, a defense mechanism almost. Because he's, I think the way they perceived him, and he actually had a title. Like when they when the 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 evil magicians that came realized who he was he actually has a title which is, means how serious he was yeah. and then like and then you look at his quirkiness and you're like okay that's more of like an emotional defense mechanism because of all the serious shit that he probably had to deal with yeah. so okay yeah um for some reason this kind of reminds me of uh Kenshin. Because from the little bit of that show that I know, because I haven't mm-hmm. watched it, how you have this like super serious, powerful guy with all this bloodshed in his history, and now he's like, I don't want to do that, and he like, yeah, yeah. So and he's happy, sounds- happy living. He's happy living a and a, a, a substitute teacher's life, just teaching other kids. So okay, sounds interesting. Add it to the list. <laughs> See if it makes it. The next show we're going to be talking about is Rage of Bahamut, Virgin Soul. Uh, this one. Again, get another one from Amazon Strike, isn't it? Yes. Was this another one of their exclusives? Yes, it is. What is it with them and getting the second seasons to these things that did not belong to them in the first place? <laughs> not like I mind, because I, I wasn't interested in this one. <laughs> 
Um, so this show is still awesome. Um, I this is one of the shows that I wanted to watch the first season again because I don't remember a lot of the story. I know that there was an ancient dragon that they were protecting the world against in the first season, and uh, you're following this one bandit. You're following a knight. You're following a half zombie girl or a full zombie girl, whatever. And um, they were doing something. I don't remember. They were all together. Um, the knight was chasing after the bandit. The bandit got kidnapped. There's angels and demons in the story. And um, it was a really good show. I was interested and I was um, excited to see it come back. Um, where it is now after the first episode is um, that one bandit's nowhere to be seen. Yay! <laughs> you, they didn't even mention him. Um, the knight, you see him a few times. Um, and <gasps> there's a new character, um, this girl, and she has this weird, crazy power that I will not spoil. And um, because her power activated, a whole bunch of crazy stuff had uh, happened, and she ended up um, coming in contact with the knight. And then when every when everything ended, she woke up in front of the zombie girl. And um, oh, she's roommates with the um, the bounty hunter dude with the duck. Oh, that, so, well, he's he's the one who ends up. Uh, he, he's not a bounty hunter. He's the one who has all the posts for the bounty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's like with one fell swoop, she like met all of the characters for the first episode. And I was like. Was she in the first season? I don't think it. I don't think the girl that I'm thinking of is her. So it was a cool way to like, yeah, she knows everybody that you know. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I wish the zombie girl was more in the first episode, but for her to be the cliffhanger, I'm like, ah, she's gonna be the first thing in the next episode. So I'm gonna be um, excited to check that out. Um, as far as the world goes. I think I think we're closer to where the knight lives. I think we're in his village, and mm. um, or we're on one of his missions. We're not following him. We're following the uh, the girl, but um, I do I do like where it is now because um, like you're, you're getting introduced to the girl, how she's like ditzy and like super strong, and you're like, why is she oh so absurdly strong? And then they reveal the reason, and you're like, ah, oh, that's cool. Oh no! Everything's going crazy. Hey, it's the zombie girl. So, uh, <laughs> so like a uh, wonderful first episode. Yeah, it was a great first episode. So, um, I definitely recommend it. Um, I feel like they're continuing right where the other one left off, except in a new location or where everybody else ended up. And uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I know you don't like the other guy that's missing, but yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He kind of spoils so, the whole thing for me. Yeah. So um, for anybody else, I'd say go ahead and check it out. Um, it is a really good show. It is done by um, Mappa. So the animation is top notch. So. Yeah. As long as you can get past the, uh, you know, subtitles and, and such from Anime um, Strike. Yeah. From Amazon Strike. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, good luck. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. Um, the show's, I'm hooked. I'm excited for the next episode. And. I will continue this one. I probably what I'm what I'm probably going to do is because it's on anime strike. I may just watch the first episode, first season again, and then like when it comes on Blu-ray or if Anime Strike ever fixes their subtitles, then I'll go back to it. But I it, the I get pulled out of the story too easily. So yeah, 
I can't I can't watch it on I can't watch it with those subtitles. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's like, come on, what is it, 19, 1990 here? Like, this feels like the subtitles they have came from the 90s, at least, you know. <laughs> this is like closed caption TV here. Come on, guys, get it's with actually, the time, too. It's actually worse than DVD. Like, the old DVD subtitles where it's like oh, yellow, God. yellow pixely text. It's worse than that, so it's, it's kind of sad. The next show we're going to be talking about is Ucho Tenkazuku 2 or Eccentric Family 2. Ah, another one of yours, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, this is... I will continue. admit that I, I meant to watch the first season. I will admit. Because I remember seeing the, the picture for the first season of that one, and it was so jumbled with so many characters. I'm like, that looks crazy! Yeah. I'm kind of curious about what's going on, so... Yeah. I meant to get to this one. Um, yeah, this one, like, I, I don't know how big of a gap there is between the two series. I'm pretty sure it just continues right off of the first one. But um, the main lady that's in the front, she um, she just leaves episode one. She's like, yeah, I'm going to go on a vacation. I'm going to cruise around the world. Bye. Flies off and disappears. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> she was a very important person in the first season. Like, she was threatening to eat other characters. It was It was... She was a threat. And then she's like, eh, I'm bored of y'all. And just flies off. So I'm like, okay. They just wanted to make sure you knew what was going on with her. So, you know. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, the stress of her is gone. Because she, like, had everybody wrapped around her finger. Um, then um, the main guy that's next to her, he, um, you're following him, just like you were in the first season. And um, basically, there's Panakis and Tengus. And the Tengus are a higher respect level than the Tanakis. And the Tanakis do whatever the Tengus say. And basically, there's these families of Tengus all over the place. And then, as far as the Teng... Uh, yeah, Tanakis everywhere. And then, as far as the Tengus go, the Tengus are the top. They are basically like the mafia families. Whereas, like, the first son of this mafia family is, like, the most important. and Or the dad's important. And the first son is, like, next in line to be the leader. And the second son and all that kind of stuff. Um... It's interesting for it to be like these characters who kind of have magical powers and like them living in that hierarchical society and like mm-hmm. they're like this is our mountain like why are you here kind of stuff it's it's weird um I do love the main guy like I forgot how um like cunning he is um when the the second son of one of the Tanaki families shows up and like mm-hmm. out of nowhere and um, starts looking for his dad because he's like the reason why he left is because him and his dad got into a fight and when he left he was young immature something like that and they got in this huge disappoint, uh, argument and he left well now he comes back he's way more mature way more sure of himself and more powerful than his dad unless his dad gets serious because I can't I don't remember if they fought um, mm-hmm. or, or if they're about I think they're about to fight but uh, it's it's crazy how like the power just like completely switches. Um, one thing that happens when uh, when he comes back is that uh, his dad, who had all of this like area that was under his family's control, basically lost all of it, and he's um, he is being taken care of by the Tanukis who are beneath them, basically, and um, she. Uh, the girl that the lady the woman that left her name is Benton so mm-hmm. she has him wrapped around her little finger 
and um, he basically does anything that she says, and he's just like in love with her, and it's uh, he sleeps, and he's like, then, 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 then. It's it's kind of funny, um, and basically the main guy is taking care of him. So mm. when he comes back, he's looking for his father, and he's like, he goes back to where he used to live, which is now under another group's control, and he just can in confront in front of conflict. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then um, well, he's like. Uh, first he's like, "Why are y'all doing here?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, we own this now." And he's like, "Why is my furniture all over the place?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we got we got tired of it, so we just threw it out." And I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> so um, fair enough." <laughs> yeah, because it's like, like, "Eh, I don't like this cow. Throw it out in the forest. Eh, throw it in the lake." And I'm like, "Rude," <laughs> but it's like, it's one of them like, it's that weird like, we won't mess with you directly. But we'll like mess up your furniture, and, like throw it away. <laughs> it's this like we know we can't defeat you in like an actual conflict, but we'll mess with you just to, to yeah, prove it's, it. It's this weird like under your skin kind of cot is weird. I'm like, ugh, y'all suck. Um, but um, what the main guy does is because because he's so cunning, he like tries to make a deal with the guy. And he's like, don't hurt me, but I'll help you do this. I have information for you. And he's like, um, I don't know where your dad is because he's like trying to hide his dad. And, but um, I will help you get your furniture back. And he's like, OK, that'd be nice. Um, here's some money for your trouble. And he's like, no, I don't I don't take money. Like, I, I, I am a tanuki. You are a um, tengu. I don't take money. And like, no, no, you're above me. I can't. And he's, it's cool, like how he's using that. But like he's manipulating the guy, so there's a couple instances where they come across each other, and he's like, "Oh, I'll do you another favor," and he's like, "Okay, here, take some money. I don't like being indebted to anybody." He's like, "No, no, you're a ta- you're a Tengu. I I am a mere Taniki." And he's like slowly like making the guy owe him stuff, and then <laughs> later on in the episode, he kind of flat out, he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need you to do me a really big favor." So you're already in, like he's like you're already indebted to me. So he's like I'll, I'll let you know what I need it. So it was, it was cool and like really sly how he manipulated this guy who seems really really tough and he knows that the guy is like trying to get him to do something, but he's letting it go along. Um, <laughs> it's it's really cool. Um, like they start bringing back a lot of the characters from the first season, and I'm like oh I hate them two little twins. And then um, their older brother shows up and kind of like keeps them in line. I'm like good. They won't be the main antagonist of this series. But they'll just be like minor nuisances. Uh, and like you get to see like his family again. And it's like, it's really, really cool. It was a nice trip down memory lane. And um, I highly recommend it. It's done by PA Works, which is, you wouldn't think so because the, it's sty- like super, super stylized. Um, mm. PA Works does like some really gorgeous, like gorgeous anime. And this is so different from what they normally do so um i would i highly recommend it the animations uh up there um the story's like really like just a strange twist on like mafia families and like hierarchies and stuff like that and um i have no idea where it's going it's so unconventional and the characters are so weird like like in the family of tanakis there's one of the the what is it? He is the there's the older brother. There's four brothers. The oldest one is the leader. The second, um, the second brother 
should be taking over after the older brother. But for some reason, he transformed into a frog and he's stuck at the bottom of a well. And he can't get out. Hmm. And it's something about, I don't know if it's something about his confidence or something like that, but he he just can't get out. And I'm like, he's a he's a tanuki. Why is he transforming into a frog? And I, I'm pretty sure they explained that in the first series, but I forgot. So I'm like, I got to go back and find out because it's so weird. It's like everybody transforms between their human form and tanuki. And he's like a frog at the bottom of a well playing shogi against himself. It's, 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 it's so it's so interesting. So I really really like this show, and I I highly recommend it. Hmm. Okay, so. I might have to check it out. Next and last show we'll be talking about is Zero Kara Hajimeru Masho. No, which I don't remember what that stands for. <laughs> uh, that see, that's another one I meant to get to, and I wanted to get to, but guess where it is. Uh, <laughs> Guess who has it? <laughs> Freaking Amazon Strike. Freaking Strike the Amazon Strike. I swear. It's ah. I know, because this is one of the shows that you like way more than. You like the synopsis way more than I did. Yeah, I was really <laughs> interested to see what this was going to do. Was it Was it worth it? Is it worth it? <laughs> is it? Is it worth it? Just tell me. Tell me now. Okay, so the title is Grimoire of Zero. So yeah. those who don't know the translation. I'm just, yeah, just um I wanted to know what's what this is. <laughs> so the main girl that's in the front, I yeah. really like her. I figured I, I figured I would too. Really, really like her. Um uh, she's the one bodyguard? of them like the bodyguard, I am on the fence. Okay. Like he's not annoying, mm-hmm. but some of the things that like I get it. I get the way he why he acts the way he acts, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, his so part, go, of, like yeah, like his part of the story. I'm like, eh. Going back to the girl, so, because she seems like she's the focal point. Yes. At the end of the episode, they reveal who she is. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how spoilery that is. I won't surprise. I won't ruin a surprise for you. But basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Grimoire of Zero is a grimoire from a person named Zero, and it is like a very, very, very powerful magic book. Mm-hmm. It is a book so powerful that it can end the world, okay. and Zero is looking for it. So, so um, wait, it's it's called Grimoire of Zero. Zero created it, and now another character named Zero is looking for it. No, or is Zero, this the same Zero? This is the same Zero. Oh, so Zero created it, lost it, and is now yeah. trying to find it. Yes. Okay. I gotcha. So, um, where this girl fits in is she is a witch. In this world, there are, I guess, humans, uh, beast creatures. Yeah, there's humans and witches. And ever so often, a human will give birth to a beast ca- beast person. Okay. Sounds um, strange, but okay. <laughs> it reminds me of interviews with monster girls. Um, <laughs> a little bit. So, yeah. So, um, so the beast characters and like beast people, um, mm. they are persecuted. They are always being chased. Um, the humans are kind of okay with. Well, the humans are okay with them because it's their children. But the witches are like kill them. I don't know the full reason why, other than they're different, whatever. Um, but oh, I'm sure there's going to be some bigger reason than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 
the beast guy, the bodyguard, he is on the run all the time. Um, no matter what, he goes into a town. They're like, ah, get out of here, beast man. They always attack him. Witches are like, ooh, beast man, kill it. So he is always on the run. Um, he, uh, I think he was being chased towards a cliff and he jumped off the cliff, fell through some trees and landed on this girl's pot of soup or on the edge of it and just sent it flying and spilling. And she's been starving. And I guess it took her like all like a couple days to get the ingredients together to make this soup. So she's sitting there like stomach growling, like, oh, finally, as soon as this warms up, oh, uh, it's going to be so good. <laughs> and then he lands on it, sends it flying. And um, they do something and he runs off and he is off cooking his own soup. <laughs> And then all of a sudden she shows up and starts eating it. And then they get to know each other and everything. And she convinces him to not run away. And he doesn't kill her. And they become friends. And then they start going on this quest. And she makes it. They make a deal. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool. She's like, we're going to do the deal this way. And then she starts getting everything prepped. And she's like, these are the warnings of this deal. So got to follow this contract. And he's like, nah, let's just do the deal this way. And I'm like, why didn't you stop her earlier? She like did the whole ritual and everything. <laughs> like, okay, but uh, <laughs> I guess you had to think about it. But it was weird. But um, yeah, so I do like um, the dynamic between the two characters because she's like the little girl and he's like the big fuzzy man. And so when he's sleeping, she like crawls on his stomach and curls up because he's warm. <laughs> and he's all like, "Get off of me!" So it's funny. Um, that dynamic between the two. Um, as far as the people in the back, I think you met the dark haired dude and he's chasing down people, but you mm-hmm. do meet the um, blonde kid and he, oh, that's what it was. The beast man is running from him and then he runs across the girl and um, the guy is a witch, which I'm like, don't you mean warlock? Oh, no, wait, wait. Witch. No, that'd be, that would be right. That'd be right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah. I mean, that's it, the conventional sense. I mean, it's not to say that they can't do some crazy stuff like that, but, you know, hey, whatever. Yeah, so uh, so he's a witch also, and he's chasing the beast dude, and then um, the girl stops him. And I don't mm-hmm. know if in the next episode all three of them are going to join up together or if he's going to be like, oh, you stopped me. Let me go regroup, and I'm going to come back after y'all again. But... Um, so far it's interesting like I like the way it's going I just I need more characters to like mm. so for this one I'm, I'm I'm leaning towards liking it but I don't know how far that's gonna last well that's more than what you said you said about it before I mean you you were interested in it but I had a great deal more interest in it than you did so uh, yeah it's a uh, you would I, I'm pretty sure you would like it uh, once, <laughs> once it's available somewhere else. <laughs> oh yeah, hopefully that happens at some point. That is all the shows we have for spring season of 2017. Um, we will be back in a month with our summer thoughts for the new shows that'll be coming out, and then a month after that, we'll be finishing up these shows and talking about those. Yep. So. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Takayaki Anime, also on Facebook at ta- uh, Takayaki Anime, 
Um, we both have my anime list pages, um, which needs to be updated. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So you can see all the shows that we've watched, started, and dropped, and all that. And uh, again, this has been Big D and Shade, and we will see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.